0: Welcome to Numbers, News, and Nonsense, a sports podcast.
1: Welcome to the 19th episode of Numbers, News, and Nonsense. We're your hosts, Brian. And
0: Ryan. And for those of you
1: returning, welcome back. And today we are going to have on a special guest speaker Ryan Finley, my college roommate, and Steelers fan. How's it going? I think I just
0: threw open my mouth.
1: (laughs) Yeah, this is our first uh, fan that we actually don't like because we had the Bears and we like the Bears. uh, And we had Jake's a Packers fan, and and we kind of like the Packers, kind of. Uh, But we finally have one of our rivals – on the podcast, so we're going to ask him a little bit about the Steelers and a little bit about the Browns, and uh, Ryan, why don't you fire off the first question?
0: Yes, sir. Number one,
1: what
2: is
0: wrong with you that you chose to be a Steelers (laughs) fan?
2: Well, my dad grew up in West Virginia, um, and I guess the Steelers were the closest team to him, and that's just how I grew up.
0: Sounds like a very disappointing childhood.
2: (laughs) Wasn't that disappointing? We still got two super. Yeah, they won
0: won two Super Bowls. We have (laughs) zero. Next question (laughs) Tell me, tell me, tell me right now do the Steelers, with little common sense, draft a QB or trade for one?
2: I would say they should not draft a quarterback. I mean, there's plenty of free agents that are better than this year's draft class for quarterbacks. Kenny Pickett would be probably the best option or Sam Howell in the draft, but I don't think that they'll be good in the long run for the Steelers. Um, But, yeah, other than that, I don't really think it's smart to draft a quarterback, especially if you have Haskins, who's still a young quarterback, who has potential And Mason Rudolph, maybe, if he can start to get his play up. But other than that, yeah, there's nothing.
0: Yeah, I mean, Mason Rudolph's a joke. (laughs) But um, common sense says go trade for one because you have talent. You got to fix that O-line a little bit. Defense is solid. You got the receivers. You got Najee. I mean, you got it. And and the only problem was this last year was you had – Pedophile QB, <laughs> Big Ben leading the team. And you saw what that did. He couldn't throw the ball more than two yards over his big fat pet legs that he couldn't even run with. So common sense says go trade for someone, maybe Russell
1: Wilson. Ah, uh, but see, to counter that, they just announced they're not gonna trade Wilson. So common sense. You heard
0: what I said. I said common sense, <laughs> trade for Wilson. And then before I said They lack common sense.
1: What quarterback, besides Wilson, would you suggest for the Steelers?
0: If I was a Steelers fan, if I was that delusional, I would say I wouldn't hate Derek Carr on the team. Ooh,
2: interesting. I don't know if
1: they're going to trade him, though. They won't. We'll see. But me personally, I think they should stick with Dwayne Haskins. Uh, He played one season – with the uh, Washington Redskins, and he never really got a chance. But I also think they could draft a quarterback like second or third round uh, and try to maybe push Haskins to become a better quarterback. And like you said, they also have Rudolph, who we, we don't like him, but he has won games for the Steelers.
2: I don't even like him as a Steelers fan.
0: <laughs> but. Well, yeah, it's not that hard to win when you're sitting on the bench. <laughs> on. Yeah, I mean that. that that's I mean. Let, let's move on to the next question because it's similar. Now, give me your opinion. Who do you want as the Steelers' next QB? All
2: right. Uh, personally, I think for the free agents that are available, without having to make a trade, Mitch Trubisky would be perfect. He kind of fits the like Steelers' quarterback uh, scheme. Like he's not a very mobile quarterback, but he can still escape when he needs to. Uh, he's got a great arm. I mean, he's still pretty young, too, so that is looking good for us if we can get him. Um, I mean, if we're talking about trades, though, I think what you said, Derek Carr, but that's kind of unlikely. I don't think they're going to trade him. Um, Russell Wilson seems to be off the board now, so I don't really know who else besides Mitch.
0: Yeah, I mean, it looks like he has a better criminal record than your last QB. <laughs> So, I mean, that's already a positive. I'll tell you that right now. Now, who I want the Steelers to pick as their next QB is no one better than Deshaun Kaiser, And let me tell you why. He is pathetic. He is awful. And he will help the team fall dead last in the division. He is a free agent.
1: He is a free agent. See? Could be a target for the Steelers in the offseason.
0: Yeah, you got to pick him up while you still can.
1: (laughs) But me personally, like I just said, Dwayne Haskins should be the quarterback next season, uh, week one, unless they draft a uh, quarterback like Pickett. Or trade for Gardner Minshew. Give up a, what, a fourth or something? Like a fourth or fifth. And Minshew can come in and probably – make the Steelers good like Ryan was talking about. They don't need a lot. Uh they can just put in a good average quarterback and they'll probably be second in the division.
0: Yeah, I mean Yeah, I mean I mean say what you want to say. But at the end of the day I'm hoping they get the Sean Kaiser. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but I mean All right. I'll, I'll bring up the next up, question. Bring up the
0: next
2: question.
1: Yeah, I'll bring it out. Who is your favorite Steelers player that is
2: on TikTok? I did a little research before, uh, cause I don't really like Claypool. I think he's a little bit of a cocky player, uh, and person, uh, Juju, all that stuff that happened last season kind of made me not like him, but I still like him as a person. Um, But as I did some research, Kevin Dotson has a great TikTok. (laughs) I I can't really describe to you what he does.
1: You'll have to look it up after the podcast because Kevin Dotson is funny. He's a big lineman for the Steelers. And Ryan just found his TikTok and was showing me the videos. And they're funny. You have to go look it up. Anybody listening needs to go look up Kevin Dotson's TikTok
0: you know i got to say when it comes to football steelers pathetic when it comes to tiktok oh man do they have talent <laughs> they have talent if if there was if there was a draft for tiktok in the nfl i'm taking juju number 1 because yeah, he's just totally that
1: talented at tiktok easily juju i mean we saw it in the 2020 season he was dancing on every team's logo, and he was making money off of TikTok too.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he just he comes out and he's like, you know what, football ain't my thing because I'm not that good. <laughs> I'm surprised
2: he didn't. He's get like, you know what?
0: what, who says I can't be the next Charlie D'Amelio? <laughs> he's better than Charlie Charli D'Amelio at this point. I mean, I he's mean, still talented. So.
1: Getting off of TikTok. Let's go to the fourth question.
2: Who is your favorite all-time Steeler? This is kind of easy for me. Even though he didn't play during my lifetime, I have to go with Jack Lambert. He is the epitome of the tough Steelers defense that everyone knows. Like, he just used to absolutely just hammer people. And if he did this stuff that he did back in the day now, he'd probably be thrown out of the league. Like, If you look up on YouTube, like, a highlight uh, video of him just, like, hitting people, it's insane. Uh, I just like defensive players in general, and, like, seeing what he used to do, it just – I wish football was still like that now. But, yeah, that he kind of, like, created the Steelers, like, perception of being a tough defensive team, and I think he just kind of changed, like, the future for, like, I guess entire organization.
1: Yeah, and doing a little bit of research just now, uh, turns out he went to Crestwood High School, which is now in the Chagrin Valley Conference, which our high school independence is in. Uh, He played football there, and then he played football for Kent State University, which is a short 35, 40-minute drive from our city, too. Uh, I did not know that. He's from Ohio, went to school in Ohio, went to college in Ohio, and then played for the Steelers his whole life. So... (laughs) Uh, Just once again, the Browns just cannot find guys from Ohio, and they keep giving them up to other teams just like Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it. I mean, solid pick. Steelers have always had a dirty defense. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. We all know it. We all know it. But my favorite all-time Steeler – now, this hurts me to say because it's the Steelers and – I have a trash can behind me just in case I throw up. (laughs) But give me Pat Faramuth, and let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. He hasn't been on the Steelers long enough for me to
1: hate him. (laughs) And that's simply the only reason. I like Pat because
2: he went to Penn State. Yeah, I just like him because people say Moose instead of Uh, or actually, isn't, what was the other one? Well, uh, it's Heath Miller. Yeah, old, you know, Heath when he it. Yeah, match,
1: but now they just go moose. <laughs> yeah, sounds, I
2: don't know if it's moose or moose, but it sounds uh...
1: something. uh interesting choice, uh, for you. Um, but I'm siding with Ryan on this. Uh, James Harrison, another beast oh. linebacker for the Steelers, not and another. I keep going off to social media. Go to his Instagram, and he retired, what, like three years ago?
2: At least. maybe. Well, maybe he came more. out of retirement and play, or he retired with the Steelers because he yeah. played for, what, the Ravens. Ravens, yeah. And then, yeah, came back to us. And yeah. Retired.
1: But when he was retired uh, just, like, a couple of years ago, he was still, like, benching and squatting just unbelievable amounts of weight. Uh, his workouts are insane. He, he's putting his little kids through his workouts – and the Instagram is just insane because he is bald, but he's just jacked, and he's old, and he's a beast. Yeah,
2: it's nicknamed Silverback for a reason. <laughs> he's built like a gorilla.
1: Yeah, and he also uh, destroyed the Browns countless times. Uh, he was also somewhat dirty, but like Ryan said, I kind of like uh, the Steelers' linebacker history and how they're very like tough.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. I get it. I mean, he, he's making his kids look like, I don't even know, look like, let's see, let's see. Think of someone completely Charlie jacked D'Amelio? up right now.
1: Who? Charlie D'Amelio? No, no, no,
0: no, no. Someone a little <laughs> less stronger than her. <laughs> I mean, it, it's crazy, though. He's like, you know what? Who says my 10-year-old kids can't be in the NFL draft this next year? (laughs) And that's what he's doing. It is crazy. So, young talent for the next flag football team. Won't be so much flag football. It seems like it'll be more tackle with those kids. But, next question. Now, for this question, my answer can easily go on and on and on and on and on. (laughs) But... Least favorite Steelers player. Who do you got?
2: I have Alejandro Villanueva. That's a hard name to
1: say.
2: (laughs) Uh, After, I guess, last season, well, two seasons ago, um, before he got traded to the Ravens, He kind of had some drama surrounding him. Uh, He was throwing shade at his players for making TikToks, which I guess is kind of understandable because people in the media were blaming them for making TikToks during the season, and they were blaming them for their losses, which I don't really believe that's why. I think they just kind of got cocky after they went 11-0. But then Villanueva went and joined the Ravens, and I can't be too mad at him now because he still sucks, but – yeah, I know you guys hate the Ravens, too. <laughs> but, yeah, that he's probably – I can't really think of a lot of Steelers players that I don't like, but he definitely stood out just because of recent stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I said, I can think of a lot of players from the Steelers that I dislike a lot. And the one at the top of that list, no surprise at all, is Chase Claypool. I mean, not even just him and his ego, but just the way he is, the way he exists, and it's crazy. He's just, he's just the biggest clown. Like, if I had to scroll on my phone right now, find an emoji that <laughs> right when you look at it, you just think Chase Claypool, it would be the clown emoji.
2: And that's yeah, just common I... sense because he's the I...
0: biggest clown on the planet.
2: I did hate when he uh, tweeted out uh, two seasons ago, losing, never heard of her. Oh. And ever since then, we just kind of sucked. Yeah. But, yeah, well, that's the
1: karma. Or or when he lost the game this year. Was yeah. that him? Well, yeah,
2: because he celebrated. Yeah. The clock was <laughs> that's, I don't think he'll stay with the Steelers for very much longer. Uh, I don't know. Kind of like what we both said. He's kind of cocky and has an ego. I don't think that'll last very long. I mean, we saw what happened with Antonio Brown. So hopefully he doesn't follow the same path, but <laughs> we'll see. I gotta say and, that'd
0: be that'd be funny if he followed the same exact path. Because yeah. that was funny.
1: Oh man. My least favorite Steelers player, uh, I have two. And it's just because of recent events. Uh Marquise Pouncey, the lineman, and Mason Rudolph, the backup quarterback. Um I was at the game with the Miles Garrett helmet swing and Marquise Pouncey just came in and kicked Miles Garrett when he was on the ground and then like punched him and dove on him. And then I just don't like Rudolph. Rudolph's always kind of like cocky and he seems just like a frat boy. Um, And we still don't know what was even said during that Miles Garrett thing. Uh, So who knows? Uh, I just don't like him, and I really hope he's not your quarterback next year because I can't stand seeing him on my TV. I hope he is. I hope he
0: is. (laughs) Now, let's go go to a question that I'm excited to hear your answer because you have to answer this question. Favorite Cleveland Browns player right
2: now? It's a small list, but – I definitely think Nick Chubb has my full respect as a player. Uh, He's definitely, like it pains me to say, but one of the best running backs in the league right now. And I think any player that can make me feel that way about them that doesn't play for my team deserves to be one of my favorite players. So just for that reason alone, I think he's probably my favorite bronze player. But I hate playing against him.
0: Yeah, I mean, you could you can continue that list if you'd like to.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think he's about the only one.
0: Well, let me remind you of my favorite Browns player, and that is Miles Garrett. He owns the Steelers. I'll tell you that right now. He owns Mason Rudolph. He <laughs> owns that organization. Now, if you if you just heard of the NFL, just knew it existed, and you said. Who is the GM of the Pittsburgh Steelers? Answer is Miles Garrett because he owns them.
2: <laughs>
1: well, we don't really have a GM right now. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite Browns player. Uh, if we're talking recent, it's got to be Baker Mayfield and Nick Chubb. Both in the same draft class. Both changed the franchise. I love Garrett, but I love our offense and uh, – Like he said, Chubb is one of the best running backs in the league. Uh, And Baker, we just got to see what happens. Uh, But those two guys, great. And I'm kind of shocked he said Nick Chubb. I'm kind of shocked he said anybody because he's a Steelers fan. (laughs) But, yeah, moving to the next question, same topic, Browns, except we're going to least favorite Browns player. And who's your least favorite Browns player?
2: Simple Miles Garrett. He attempted murder on Mason Rudolph. That's fair and square. I mean he made him look stupid. They took his face mask off and <laughs> that became a meme in its own. Uh I don't know what was said before. Don't care what it was said before. <laughs> he still tried to kill him. Uh and just the rivalry with him and TJ Watt makes me hate him even more. But he's he's still good. I just I don't like him.
0: I mean <laughs> You got to do what you got to do. And that's what <laughs> so, but, I mean, now, now let me tell you this. My least favorite Browns player of all time, shockingly, shockingly, Johnny, absolutely no money Manziel. He is, I, I, I got to tell you this. If I found an emoji on my phone and it was a clown, <laughs> and if I didn't know Chase Claypool existed, I'd think of Johnny Manziel. I mean, he thinks he's just so cool and all, especially going on social media, acting like he still owns the Browns, when he didn't even show up to every single Browns game. He was in Vegas (laughs) gambling. Who does that? You're gambling away your rookie contract. Oh, my gosh, that's going to last you like two minutes in Vegas. So he obviously has no common sense, and that's my least favorite Browns player. Nothing else to say.
1: My least favorite Browns player, or players, because I'm doing two again, Um, it is the combination of Deshaun Kaiser and Corey Coleman um, during that 0-16 season. That was one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen play and one of the worst receivers I've ever seen play. And sitting next to Ryan here, um, Corey Coleman, I'm pretty sure, dropped that pass against the Steelers. And if he would have caught it, we could have uh, won the game and had one win on the season. But he dropped a wide open pass, and uh, it was just so embarrassing. Uh, I don't think I'll ever forgive him for that. And hopefully, just showing Kaiser never steps foot on an NFL field again in his life because he is horrible.
0: Yeah, I remember all the hype over Corey Coleman. (laughs) And turns out, I mean, he was he was a brick. A brick. Like, you throw a ball to him, and it's hitting right off him. It's not going in his hands. It's it's going on the ground because he was that
1: bad and that pathetic. And going to the eighth question, uh, we're going to ask you, who's your Super Bowl prediction of this way-too-early prediction
2: <laughs> that we're making on March 2nd? <clears throat> It's a little soon, but I do think if the Rams can keep their guys that they had this season and uh, keep stay healthy, uh, I don't know. Matt Stafford, I think he's not the best quarterback, but he's he can get it done. Um, if they can do that, I think they'll at least be back in the Super Bowl. And if I had to choose a team from the AFC as well, I'd probably say the Bills just because I don't think the Chiefs, I don't know, something about I get the vibes that they're not going to do what they did the past couple years and just go on a run. Uh, They're just based on this past season alone, they kind of slacked off. And, like, even in the Bengals game, it looked like they just gave up in overtime. So I think the Bills, it's their time. They'll make it at least. I can't really say who would win at this point. But I think the Rams do have a better overall team right now, so I could see a repeat.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm I'm gonna say Packers or Bills, and mostly because that's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> Go I mean, Bills just pop off, and Josh Allen is just a monster on the planet. I mean, I, if he didn't. Lose to the Jags this season Then maybe he'd get more praise But he lost to the Jags (laughs) This season and that was just Disgusting oh my gosh It was disgusting but you know What new season New him Josh (laughs) Allen and the Bills are going to The Super Bowl and they are going To lose to the Green Bay Packers It's that
1: simple And then I Got same thing Bills, Josh Allen, I'm all aboard that train. Uh, But I actually have the 49ers making the Super Bowl out of the NFC. Uh, Because like I said in the previous podcast, I think Trey Lance uh, is exactly what they need for that offense, and they already got a good defense. But once again, Bills win the Super Bowl is my prediction. And unless the Browns stop them, unless the Chiefs stop them, unless – Chargers, maybe? Yeah, I mean, we know for a
0: fact the Steelers won't stop them.
1: (laughs) Ryan, do you think the Steelers make the playoffs next year?
2: It depends what they get as a quarterback, honestly. I mean, if we have Haskins or Rudolph as their quarterback, no way. If we get a good free agent or trade quarterback, I mean, who knows? It also depends how the draft goes. We need O-line. We need another like running back to have besides just Najee running all day. Um if we can do all those things, then yes, but we'll probably be a low seed.
0: Yeah, like like a really, really <laughs> low seed. <field. laughs> no no, let's 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 go to the Browns a little bit more. Give me give me your take on this whole Baker Mayfield situation as a Steelers fan.
2: I honestly think the whole situation is stupid, and it all seems like media inflamed. Like, everyone's basically making it a trend to hate on Baker when it's kind of undeserved. I mean, he's doing everything that the Browns are asking him to do, and he's playing through an injury, which no one's ever going to play at their full potential with an injured shoulder. So... I mean, I can't really see why people are hating on him because I don't think people are really thinking it through when they're like posting stuff online saying Baker's a clown, Baker sucks, all this stuff. But I mean, that's pretty much my thoughts on the situation. I don't really see a purpose in it because I know if he was in Pittsburgh I wouldn't be posting stuff online saying Baker's bad and awful if he's playing through an injury. I don't think it's smart for him to be playing through an injury, but that's his choice. And I mean, he's not going to be playing to his full potential.
1: And that was going to be my next question. Uh, Would you take Baker this season upcoming on the Steelers for next season? See, I caught you there because it's it's interesting. This season, coming off the injury, yeah, coming off the injury, like if you were to just
2: slide him right in, I think he'd be better than Rudolph. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not Haskins, but uh, that's that's kind of. Oh my (laughs) god! You
0: know, I'm gonna tell you right now. A couple minutes ago, I was gonna say, as a Steelers fan, you are not the dumbest. But what, what you just said right there, oh, my gosh, you just changed my mind completely.
2: Haskins has potential. We saw it in the preseason. Haskins has, think... nothing. has nothing. He hasn't
0: put a nice big spot on the bench.
2: Nah, he played better than Rudolph in the preseason, so I'll, I'll hey. give him that. But I don't. I really don't think he'll stay with the Steelers that much longer unless he somehow has a, has a breakout season. But, yeah.
0: Oh, uh, let's, let's go to the next question here. Okay, now, if you were not a Steelers fan, which it would probably be the happiest day of your life because you wouldn't want to be a Steelers fan, <laughs> what team would you want to go out and root for?
2: Oof. What team would I want to or what team would I? <laughs>
0: what team would you?
2: Okay, well, based on where I'm from, I, if I was going to be based or a fan based off of that, I would be a Commanders fan or Washington football team or Redskins fan. I hate the name Commanders. That's a different topic. We're talking <laughs> that. Um, but if I could choose a team to support right now besides the Steelers, it would probably be either the Colts or the Titans. I think the Titans do have potential. They just need to stay healthy and not make dumb decisions uh, down the road and actually not lose games to the Jaguars, who are the worst team in the league. Um, And for the Colts, I mean, all they need is a quarterback, and they're easily a Super Bowl-contending team. They have Jonathan Taylor who's one of the best, if not the best, running back in the league. I mean, only reason why I would choose the Titans over the Colts is just because I like Nashville, but (laughs) I don't really have much reasoning besides that. I will be a Steelers fan until the day I die. <laughs> that will not change, even if we go 0 16 or 0 17 now.
0: Well, that's going to be a very long life if you have to be a Steelers fan <laughs> the whole time. But, I mean, I get what you're saying. Tennessee, not a bad team to root for. I mean, all of them are injury prone. That's no problem. Colts, Jonathan Taylor leads them all the time. They had a QB, Carson Wentz. He was injury-prone. He's just solid QB. If I were the Colts, I'd reconstruct that contract and I'd run it back with him. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> if it was April Fools, right away, I'd say Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, since it's not April Fools, and since I do have common sense, I'll go Lions because nobody, nobody, nobody likes – the underdog story more than I do.
1: <laughs> give, me, give me Detroit, baby. Give me Detroit. Uh, I'm going the same thing. Uh, we talk about this almost every week. The Lions are a young team. Uh, they're on the come up. Uh, if Rodgers leaves, I can see them taking that division. Uh, and just like us, they've been historically bad. Uh, so, like you said, underdog. But he also uh, Ryan brought up the Colts, and I was a Colts fan for a short time uh, when I first started watching football, and Peyton Manning was on the team. Uh, the Colts are a really just average team all the time, so they'd be a fun team to root for. Uh, but they also ruined Andrew Luck's career, uh, and hopefully, they fix whatever happened with Carson Wentz and. Try and run it back, I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, if if the Colts made the playoffs, and since the Browns didn't, I was going to ride with the Colts the whole way to the Super Bowl. But they choked it last game of the season. It was disgusting. So I am not a Colts fan unless they
1: are good again. <laughs> and that pretty much wraps up our uh, guest speaker portion with Ryan Finley here. Uh, it was nice to have you on the podcast. Thanks
2: for having me.
1: And uh, go Browns! <laughs> uh, we'll see, uh, really, who comes out on top this season. <laughs> the Bengals are going to
2: finish in last. It's yeah. Yeah
0: i I enjoyed the making fun of part <laughs> for sure. I did need a laugh, and you definitely gave me a laugh. <laughs> And just like that, the Steelers will give me a laugh this season because they'll be pathetic. But, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. If, if you really need a laugh, just look at Kevin Dotson's TikTok and <laughs> a
0: laugh. Hey, I'll tell you right now. I'm going to right after this.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, so we'll cut that. And then we only did <laughs> – I think. We only did 30 minutes, so do you want to do, like, the news part? Yeah, I don't care. All right. Um, hold on. Let me 52. Um, hold on. All right. Um, hold on. And then you're going to finish it again with your end part. Um. Okay. All right, you ready? Action. We're running it back right away. It's This what one's going to be pretty short, though. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. here we go. Yeah. This next segment is uh, news and rumors floating around in the first week of the offseason after the Super Bowl. Um, let's start off. Uh, Pete Carroll says Seattle has no intention of training Russell Wilson. And I know there were like 20 teams interested in Russell Wilson, including the Browns. Uh, so what do you think about this news?
0: First off, that's how – that's how every quote unquote big QB goes when it's off season for trading, because everybody's going to say they're interested, but when it comes to actually interested, it's down to like two or three teams at best. (laughs) So I think if they were going to trade him, they should have traded him last year before his trade value went down a little more before he got older, but they're going to ride him out the rest of his career. I feel like, and they're not going to be successful with him anymore because he doesn't have the O-line. He doesn't have the offensive weapons because DK Metcalf can't catch. Um, I, it, It's just they won't trade him most likely because that's how it always is. Players that everybody wants traded to heat things up in the NFL never get traded. That's why it gets so boring sometimes because we all get so pumped up. And then, bam, out of nowhere, nothing happens.
1: Yeah, and I also – they play in the NFC West, which is 49ers, uh, Cardinals, and then the Super Bowl champion Rams. Uh, I don't see them – I really can't even see them getting third. I think they're going to finish in fourth place. Uh, And it's crazy because they were back-to-back Super Bowls, uh, what, seven, eight years ago? Uh, And now they are still have the same quarterback, but they haven't had any success in the playoffs since those Super Bowls.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's pathetic at this point because if, if you have common sense as Seattle Seahawks, then trade Russell Wilson, because there are so many teams right now in the NFL that, that don't just want a QB like him need a QB like him, like right now, like right when, right when the trades just start up, you got to just get rid of him because you can get a lot more than he's worth.
1: And the next news report of free agency, I guess would be uh, the bills are interested in Rob Gronkowski who is a free agent, uh, but he did say that he would not, play for anybody besides Tom Brady, but now the Bills are interested in him. So him and Dawson Knox, I think would be an unstoppable tight end duo. Maybe the best tight end duo we've ever seen in, in NFL history.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'd like the Bills to get another weapon just because we've seen Stefan Diggs get locked up and then that limits the options for Josh Allen. Knox is a talented tight end already. And if you go out and get Gronk, you're gonna be paying him Gronk money. I mean, that's that's the only problem. Now, Gronk won't retire yet. If he was going to re-retire, it would have already happened right after Tom Brady did. But he's he's gonna at least go one more season. And it, it'll be for a contender because he wants to end on a ring. And Bills make sense if they can bring his contract down enough so that they still have cap space to extend other players, try in free agency and do other things because they do need another weapon to give Josh Allen.
1: Yeah, I think it would be a great move for the Bills. And we already said the Bills are the Super Bowl favorites. They get Rob Gronkowski, they're winning the Super Bowl. Uh Gronk is just a weapon, and he's a touchdown scorer. He's not even like. Yards, he just gets touchdowns. Uh, I think he has the record of most touchdowns by a tight end in a season with like 22 or something. So he goes pretty nuts in uh touchdowns.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's like a situation where Zach Ertz goes to the Cardinals. Zach Ertz, uh, yeah, isn't the most talented, but he is he is just the targets that that's always going to be there for. Kyler Murray, and that's exactly what he was on the Eagles. He's just always going to be open. He's always going to be the go-to guy if you can't get anything else done, and every team needs that to keep it going so that they don't keep losing it on the offensive side. So It makes sense, but like I said, you got to get the money down.
1: Yeah, in his last two seasons with Tom Brady, uh, uh, the Super Bowl season, 623 yards, seven touchdowns, uh, played in every game. And then this year he got hurt uh, and got COVID uh, 802 yards, six touchdowns. So he's still producing pretty well. And that was with Tom Brady uh, and Chris Godwin and Mike Evans and Antonio Brown, Scotty Miller, give him Josh Allen, a more athletic quarterback, a mobile quarterback. Gronk is going to go off and I kind of hope he goes to the bills.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it.
1: And the next topic, the rumor around town, uh, the Dolphins are no longer trying to trade for Deshaun Watson after, uh, like, three months ago. They almost traded five first-round picks for him. Uh, What do you think about that and about their future at quarterback?
0: There's a lot of positives and negatives to this, first off. Positive is good. They shouldn't go for him anymore. If things haven't cleared up for him already, then who knows when they will. He hasn't said a word. He hasn't played football in a while. And you're, you'd are you be losing a lot of picks on top of a QB that's playing. So about time they're not doing it. They were so close to before the trade deadline happened this year. But I don't know. Maybe it was meant to be that they shouldn't get Deshaun Watson because I I, I think he's good. Don't get me wrong, when he's playing, he's one of the best, but the problems he's causing still are just stuff that you you can't take that big of a risk on. So that's good for the dolphins that they're just giving up on him. Now the negative to this is Tua gets a lot of hate, not from the dolphins, but from everyone else because no one believes in him. Now, I don't believe him in I don't believe in him as a postseason type of player, someone that can make a run. He's young, though. He definitely has the heart in the game. He definitely has weapons. But to me, he's just he's just not the guy that I would want to carry my franchise for the next five years. But chances are he will be there the next five years because there's you're limited on options. And if the Dolphins were so dumb enough to trade at least five first-rounders for Deshaun Watson. I don't, I don't even know. To be honest with you, I don't even know with the Dolphins anymore because things just keep going up and down with them.
1: Yeah, and I sent you the Instagram post earlier this week or last week. Uh, uh, Tua compared to Davis Mills this year, almost side-by-side stats – except Davis Mills had less weapons, a worse team, a worse coach. Coach got fired. GM's horrible. And they put up basically side-by-side stats, except Davis Mills was on a horrible team. Uh, And Tua had Jalen Waddell, the second-best rookie receiver, uh, behind Chase. And there is a difference. And Tua's already been hurt multiple times in his career. He's a lefty quarterback. Those really never work out. Uh, and I, he has a hip injury, and the hip injury just keeps coming back. And as a quarterback, a hip injury is horrible because every time you get hit, tackled, sacked, you're landing on your hip, and he might blow his hip and end up as like an 80-year-old with a blown-out hip. So we'll see what happens with that. But the Dolphins have a good future. It's just I don't think Tua is the answer. I mean, but they can't trade for Deshaun because, like you said, nothing's been cleared up.
0: Right. I mean, I I don't believe in the Dolphins, but at least they have some positives going for them. Now, they got rid of their head coach, which seemed to be a big drama thing. So they're redoing that. They're not going for Deshaun Watson, which means they're they're pretty much telling Tua, like, we believe in you to carry this team. You have that going. Jalen Waddell had a great rookie year, and he's coming back. Um, if you can keep Devontae Parker, Will Fuller, maybe on when he's healthy. I mean, you have talent. You got to get someone else besides Miles Gaskin because he's not producing like anyone thought he would. Build the O line. You definitely have something going where you're to the point where maybe Tua doesn't have to be the MVP on your team where he could just be the player that just keeps the ball going, keep going, just like everyone. Just like most teams just need. They just need a QB to go in and just play football. They don't need him to go in and be the MVP every single time.
1: And that actually is a perfect transition to our final NFL news rumor uh, of this first couple weeks of the offseason. Lamar and the Ravens GM have not talked uh, really since the season ended uh, I think they said they've texted one time and they're not looking at giving Lamar Jackson that extension of his contract uh, that Josh Allen got a year ago. Baker Mayfield almost got a year ago and they almost got this season, but got hurt. Uh, so Lamar and Baker are in the exact same situation. Uh, some people could say it's different because Lamar has an MVP. Uh, they both have the same amount of playoff wins. Uh, Really, Lamar's been injury-prone more than Baker, even though Baker got hurt this season. Uh, Lamar really isn't that great of a passer. We saw Tyler Huntley uh, pass better. uh, And Mark Andrews is one of the best tight ends in the game. Uh, Amazing season this, uh, this season. And I just don't know if the Ravens are stalling and if they're going to give him the extension or if they're just not going to give him an extension and he's going to be a free agent next year, we don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, you have a couple things to say on this. First off, Lamar's throwing accuracy. We've talked about this so much already. It's so pathetic. They had a win in their hands when they went for the two-point conversion, and it was a five-yard pass, not even to Mark Andrews, and he threw it three yards off, and they blew that game. And then you also have Justin Tucker saving you multiple times. Now, if I'm a Ravens fan, I know this is the most unrealistic thing. I know I've said this before, but I would be so pumped and so hyped up.
1: Oh, no, don't say it.
0: Say it. <laughs> if Tyler Huntley stayed as the starting QB and then you move Lamar Jackson to running back. Lamar, I'm not lying. I'm not lying. You can't tell me you wouldn't want to see that. I'm not even I want to see him
1: get killed by like T.J. Watt and Miles Garrett. Yeah. you've
0: seen what he's done, though. I, you've seen what see he's done. Back. Not, not at running back. I don't see him as QB when he can't throw. <laughs> so, but you you would definitely have a couple problems, and he goes that injury prone. Now, I understand MVP rookie year. Every single player wants that in any any sport, any sport, as good as it looks for them. It is the second worst thing to happen for them right next to winning a Super Bowl right away. Now, let me tell you why. When when a player comes in and he expects to take the long run, many years, to move up and, and get an MVP or try to get to the Super Bowl or something, and they come in and they just make something happen right away like Lamar did with MVP, it gets so over his head he thinks he's so much better than he really is and the lack of trying that he does goes down a lot now that that killed him his legacy has him as mvp like i said that's amazing you won it rookie year but you also threw it way over your head as to now you you aren't the mvp anymore in fact you're not even A top 10 QB right now, not just because of injuries, but because you can't throw and you rely on running the ball every single time. Now, next year, JK Dobbins is in and he'll be the running back. This means don't have Lamar run it. Common sense says get Lamar a stupid quarterback coach, not a running back coach. Get him a coach that can teach him how to throw the ball. It's not, it's not. That hard to think. Like, this is common sense. Lamar can't throw. Um, oh, oh let me tell you this. If Lamar can't throw, what do you think makes sense? Either have him run the ball more or get him someone to teach him how to throw. Tell me what you think. Well, they're probably gonna have him run. <laughs> That's the thing. They can go ahead and do that. I'm fine with that. As as me not, and he'll get hurt and- again. Right. I'm fine with that, not even just injury prone, but after his first MVP season, everybody saw what he can do, and then the next year, they knew what he was doing, and then they started to shut it down, they read his game more, and that's going to be every single game, every single defense that goes against Lamar will know what he can do, and what he can't do, he has a terrible weakness of not being able, able to throw the ball on target, and he also, I mean, he runs the ball so much that defenses just know it. And they, I mean, they the can Browns shut it defense. down more. They can lock it down more. What happens if they make the postseason again? They go for a run. It's in crunch time or something. You cannot rely on him. It showed, just like I said, the Mark Andrews two-point conversion, the wide-open touchdown five yards away, and he threw it three yards to his left, and they blew that game. It's It's – People talk about the Baker situation now, but realistically, the Lamar situation is ten times worse. And and like um the uh, Finley was saying, what Ryan was saying, it's all about the media right now. Because when Baker threw four interceptions with an injury, he got all the hate on the planet. When Lamar throws four interceptions, no injuries,
1: on a primetime game too, on a
0: primetime <laughs> game when he, no joke. No joke. These interceptions are right to the other team. Nobody says a word. Now, that situation is terrible for the Ravens because obviously they haven't told Huntley, like, we believe in you. So Huntley obviously doesn't – he's not getting it into his head right now. So I I feel like I'd rather be the Browns with this situation than the Ravens.
1: And – Finally, we have one last, uh, really, NFL rumor. The Packers general manager has said that no teams have offered a trade for Aaron Rodgers. Do you believe that? I do,
0: actually, and let me tell you why. People don't know what to offer right now because you, when you bring him in, expect to pay him 50 mil at least. Yep. Yeah, at least now that's on top of if you're trading for him, you're getting rid of assets, too. So you're not just losing millions and millions in cap space. You're losing talent that you already had that you already had working for you like the Broncos. You're going to be paying him 50 plus mil a year for how many years, maybe one year. And chances are you won't be keeping Jerry Judy and Cortland um or Jerry Judy and Patrick Sertain. And then on top of that, you're losing crazy draft picks, so people don't even know what to offer at this point.
1: Yeah, I think, I think it's a lie because I think the Broncos really want him badly, uh, but I, like you said, maybe they just don't know what to pay because you're gonna have to pay him, like you said. $50 million or higher, which is unbelievable. But he did win back-to-back MVPs, so he really can just call whatever he wants.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't blame him. He deserves the money. But here's the thing. If he wants to win a ring, he can't take all that money. He's got to know at some point you have to take some type of pay cut to improve your whole team and not just improve your ego and stuff. But if he, went to the, if he went to the Broncos without the Broncos losing anything, I'd be all in because him with Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton as the receivers and Noah Fant as the tight end, they're, they're, good, they're good weapons. But when you put Aaron Rodgers in with them, they're talented weapons.
1: And I guess there's one more topic that I just saw when I was scrolling on Twitter. Cleveland Browns. Are likely to release or trade Jarvis Landry in the next couple of days, they would save 15 million in cal, uh, cap space salary. Um, good move, bad move, confused move. What do you think about this?
0: I think it's a sad move because it is. I, I mean, I'll be honest Jarvis Landry came to this team when we were at the bottom of everything below the bottom at that point and he stuck with us and then he sees his friend Odell his so-called friend Odell sees all the nonsense that he caused and then sees him go and get the easiest ring possible so it's it's just things just are terrible for him and I feel terrible for him because I don't want to pay him 15 mil when I can't trust him to hold on to the ball when he's running with it because chances are he'll fumble but I also don't want to lose him because he's been with this team for long enough to know what we've all the pain we've gone through. And if we could win something with him, the excitement on his face would be insane.
1: Yeah, that's, what's kind of sad. Um, He's one of the fan favorites. Um, I I love Jarvis. Uh, I was amazed that he even came here in the first place. We traded for him. Uh, just great player, tough. If you watched Hard Knocks, he had that amazing speech, uh, with tons of cuss words, uh, but it was a great speech because he just wanted us to step up and be tough as a football team. Um, and we did, we stepped up and we were tough and now we're going to lose one of our tough leaders. Uh, but at the same time, it's also good because we're clearing up that money and he definitely doesn't deserve $15 million after last season. Uh, even though Baker was hurt, uh, Jarvis Landry is no longer a $15 million receiver. Uh, $15 million is a, like, top 10 receiver. Jarvis is not close to a top 10 receiver.
0: Yeah, and as, as, I mean, just another bad thing about this is I'm I'm totally for going into free agency, picking up a receiver, like, Chris Godwin or trading for Calvin Ridley or something on top of signing a free agent and our, with our first pick in the draft. I'm I'm totally for that because that's what we need. But Baker has chemistry with one receiver and that's Jarvis Landry. And if we take Jarvis Landry away, his best chemistry will be with Higgins at that point in the receiving core and that's not good because higgins gets one touchdown like every 5 games and then everyone hypes up over it i'm like i said i would love better receivers but if we throw baker a bunch of just brand new receivers that he's never played with the chemistry isn't going to be there right away and that's going to look bad
1: for baker yeah that is true um but We'll see what happens. Uh, we are – actually, let me pull up this NFL schedule real quick just to let everybody know. NFL offseason schedule.
0: Yeah, but I do um, hope that we end up trading him instead of releasing him.
1: Yeah, it just depends on who wants him, really. Right. Um. Okay, so this week is the NFL Combine, which eh, it's sometimes fun to watch. Um. March 8th is the deadline for franchise tags. Uh, March 14th, free agency opens up. And then April 18th, off-season starts for workouts. Restricted free agents is April 22nd. And then the draft is April 28th. Uh, So we're heading into this pretty quick. We are in the month of March, and it's the end of April is the draft. So we only have... Uh, close to close to two months, uh, but we'll see what happens. Hopefully, teams make good moves. Hopefully, it's a fun off season. We're supposed to have a lot of quarterbacks on the move, a lot of wide receivers on the move, uh, so we'll see what happens. But that's basically all the NFL rumors we have uh, for this week. Yeah, it's going to
0: be a very exciting offseason. But, I mean, until then... I mean, until then, until then, I mean, nothing else to say. Besides, we will see you next time on Numbers News and Nonsense.